0: All right. Welcome back to Hellison Homies. Um, I'm here with a very prestigious guest. I say that every week, but this week I truly mean it. Uh, One of the best producers, if not the best producer in the country. He's worked with the likes of Ariana Grande, DJ Carnage or Carnage as some people know him, Ella May, uh, Marky, Bassi and Weston.
1: I'm here with Willstar. How are you,
0: brother? How are you, bro? Good to have you on.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for popping on. It's been a bit of a shit show getting, like, oh, making this happen. a mission missions come out here. I haven't been out here in ages. Yeah. They've actually got, like, four lanes now, like, on the Northern Road. When they, yeah. I, think, I remember driving there. It was only one lane. I was like, oh. I drove past in the in hospital and it's like, pulled it up. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> got money out here yeah. now. Yeah. It's changed. Yeah. What what year were you out here? I was out here. I think I was out here until about, about 2014. I, like, I, I, was, and, uh, I came out here in 05 from new zealand and then i stayed there till about 2014. what a massive
0: change yeah. like
1: 2014 and now in
0: penrith Mountie like just oh, no. the whole area That's, all
1: the infrastructure is
0: crazy yeah it's gone up eh? Yeah, right. have you seen in like did you ever used to go to like penrith March? no i haven't been to penrith for ages in like years. main street high street has like a little hotel in it no and it has a rooftop bar and stuff yeah it's no you're lying no no i'm not I right. bit, yeah 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 Holy. <laughs> yeah yeah Got like saunas and everything as well, like at the top <laughs> <door>. yeah, <laughs> nah, like just No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Astina sweets, bro. It's crazy. Oh, um, geez. It's changed a bit. But let's get into it. We talked about Ariana Grande, Mustard, Carnage, LMA. But more importantly, uh, locally, the artists you've worked with: 1-4, HP Boys, Lissy, Section 60, Capulet, Rose, and Becca Hatch, simply to name a few uh and the greatest song out of australian music home and away was (laughs) produced by the man sitting across from me which i think is a very cool achievement but um yeah let's let's get back to it we'll start where'd you grow up Mm. i
1: grew up in um in auckland in Mm. new zealand i grew up in new zealand originally from new zealand and i moved here in uh, 05 lived out in rudy hill yeah shout out big chiefs i wish they were open right now (laughs) Uh, is that like a burger joint or something yeah but it's like the burger joint in Ridley Hill. It's like one of the best joints. Yeah, miss it out there. Um, yeah. yes, we lived in Ridley Hill, then I moved around to Shelby, lived down in St Mary's, and then now I'm based out in the city. Yeah, in the city ways. But and
0: yeah. w- at what point in time did Will Star come about? This producer, oh,
1: I think I was like every kid growing up, and you know, wanted to dabble in music a bit. You know, started uh, investing in like my own sort of gear at what age oh probably around about probably like 23 probably 23 22 23 yeah i started doing it but i never really took it serious so, you know it was just one of those ones but like, oh, i just thought after a couple of the boys come around yeah yeah you know just trying to figure things out so yeah that's sort of how it started
0: what were you doing before all that like what was the did, at say like age 17 18 like what did you think was ahead of you in life
1: no idea, to be honest. I had no idea. I thought it was like just going to be like a stereotype, just you know, just finish school, get a factory job, yeah. and just work in a factory or whatever, you know, sort of week by week. But, um, but yeah, I think everything was just everything just ha- sort of happened to fall in place and just got lucky, just timing and God's timing, man. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the moment like the reason you started getting into it? Was there a moment that it clicked like I need to go buy some equipment?
1: Bieber. Bebo, <laughs> they know people listen to this, and they know what Bebo is. It's like it's like Facebook, like what well, Facebook is now, but like back in the day, and um, before MySpace, like, like around the same time as MySpace. Yeah, right. So I remember then, and then, um, some one of my mates showed me a video of Ryan Leslie. Yeah, and then I seen Ryan Leslie like at his house with a piano. He had a piano there, a computer, recording there, and I was thinking, holy shit, like. This whole time I thought I needed like a $100,000 studio, $200,000 studio, all these buttons and shit. But this guy's just got a computer, a couple keyboards and he was away. Yeah. So it was like from that, from that moment, I was like, fuck, I just need to get a computer I started looking up how to do things and that and then, yeah, started from there. At what point did you, like, did you start
0: collaborating with artists? This fascinates me, right? The fact that you picked it up at 23, how many? (laughs) How many years later did it start for you to realize like oh fuck like this is like this
1: could be my life so at that time i was i was working i was working with um like they like my family like his name is lima my brother who was a rapper at the time like they were just like you know like those those backyard rappers like you yeah, know yeah. we're all like we all just not even knowing what we were doing like we're all just like just oh yeah let's just try this try that yeah and i was just making beats and then my brother would come and just rap but like, i grew up in a, a musically like all my siblings they sing yeah music yeah yeah, pretty much like that my parents were like that too so um so having my him kind of like my brother was there then lima who's jm's and yp's uncle yeah he was a rapper dope rapper um uh, my cousin marvin who at the time when he used to come around was playing at the newcastle nights at the time and you know it's just to make beats and just just figure it out there you know fall came up like done a little EP sort of thing and just you know just like how they do like mixtapes in New York and just make mixtapes and just give it out, give it out and then yeah, yeah. So what, who did you give the CDs to? Fuck, just anyone. <laughs> just fucking anyone. Just anyone. Like you know what was funny? It was like you know heaps of our friends and that would buy. I remember would get it and just sell it for like five bucks. Yeah, five bucks, ten bucks, stuff like that. It was just stuff. And I remember back then I I was on GarageBand. I had 3D loops to begin with never knew how to use fruity loops i remember i used to get annoyed as fuck because i used to play on my keyboard and it was delayed and then i ended up thinking like fuck. i bought a computer it was like 800 bucks my dad did yeah my dad bought me a computer was like for the house and i just seemed to take it over and i just tried to make it and it was full playing it playing it fucking keyboard as fuck so then i ended up uh saving up and i got a macbook just use garageband and then i found out that the reason why i my free loops so i needed more ram so i was thinking fuck now i've already spent like two grand on a macbook like fuck i have to fucking yeah yeah go on at this so i just literally just locked myself in a room and just pressed every single button until i sort of got hang handle things yeah but then i was just, it was good having like my brother uh lima around my cousin ma um it was good having him around because i got to learn how to like record vocals like i already knew how to make music i knew because i grew up in church
2: yeah
0: Kind of got trial and error with your best mates type of thing. That's it. I like can yeah. got it
1: to, sounding to a where I felt like it was good. Like when I go back to listen to it now, I'm like, what the fuck were we thinking about? then? <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck. It's changed but your back then it was like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? What year was that? Uh, oh. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't even give you a, a year. Probably like 2012. 15 or something but it was still just like i wasn't taking it serious yeah like i was still just you know just doing it but i just wanted to um just get it down packed like i wanted to just like i was always learning like you know what i mean yeah So i was always just wanted to get a sound right and stuff like that and make it happen yeah yeah and then
0: um so that continues for a certain amount of time and then at some point you start working with other artists yeah do you remember who the first artist that you started working with that weren't part of your original crew big cash Bullshit. yeah and so yeah so what this is like have to be 2016 2017 yeah
1: right? just before it was like before idol they were, i think when idol was still popping at the time so i had a mate that uh, uh that i used to work with uh a2 he's from mount e2 but he lives out on the beaches now like um and his partner at the um, and his partner was working she was like the the vocal coach on um Australian Idol at the time yeah um so she's the one who's like when
0: they go through the next round she yeah. goes and
1: yeah okay i get
0: but but cash i met through uh
1: peter guns DJ yeah. peter guns at the time and um and one of my other boys are uh, rocker 2000 so they were like um looking after him at the time and stuff doing music so Yeah, that was probably the only guy I started working with outside.
0: Yeah, right. Big Cash from Mountie.
1: No, but he's from Mountie and he's from like the Fairfield area. Yeah, right. So he's from both. Okay,
0: and then from Big Cash. Do you go more local in Australian scene, or
1: is do these international? it was around that time, and then I moved into DB. Yeah. So I moved into DB. Dream uh, Big for those listening. Dream Big. Who had B Wise,
0: Solo, Manu. Uh, Leroy uh, Dopamine Leroy,
1: yeah, IE, uh, yeah, IE blessed, blessed
0: Matt Black, maybe,
1: yeah, Matt near back then, Matt yeah. Black now. Um, such a sick thing to look back at. Oh, Zig, yeah, Zig was there, yeah, say Manu, Manu, was yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah say Manu, Manu was there. It was crazy, it was crazy times, but when I moved there, when I moved in, uh, Manu and that went in, it was only me, uh, Manny, uh, IE JD, like, yeah. IE was there. And dopamine and blessed. Yeah, right. Just those guys were there. And then probably a year after, and then all the other boys started coming through. Yeah,
0: right. And so from Dream Big, you start working with the local scene.
1: Yeah. I, just before that I met Khaled. Raheem. Yeah. Who's my my mentor. He's like my brother. Like that guy's my family, man. Yeah. So I met Khaled through one of my other brothers, Ty, uh, from New Zealand, the Smash Proof. So that's sort of how I sort of got my my start because Proof at the time were popping at the time in yeah. New Zealand. And um, I worked with Ty. I met Ty through my cousin Marvin, the one that plays for the Knights. So yeah. they're awful. What fun. was your cousin's name? Marvin Filippo. Right.
0: How many games did he play for the Knights?
1: He played a few and then uh, he'd done a stint in France for yeah. a bit and then he came back. Yeah,
0: sick.
1: Yeah. I love to play fully in
0: France, man. Oh, right. We in the he was loving it out there. Yeah. He goes,
1: the hardest thing though is like just like your normal necessities, like going out to get coffee and goes and go fuck oh, i found it hard like if you don't know how to speak the language yeah yeah because you don't really play in paris where there's a mm-hmm. lot of like they speak a lot of english you're playing yeah. in like the it's back like, ass of france it's, it's like the like, outback yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful out there <laughs> i know mean, but even their outbacks cracker yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so yeah you met caleb and for those listening like maybe bro caleb's
1: like he's done everything like from your rihanna's um say hey. him and Z strike yeah. me as the Australian guy. Like, nah Keanu, crazy. you gotta remember Keanu too, man. Yeah, yeah. Keanu's score. Well, Keanu's worked on one of the biggest albums this year, Well done Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Like that, those guys are just goats, man. Like guys I look up to and guys I can call my brothers, you know?
0: Yeah. That's sick. Mm. Um, but yeah, so you meet Khaled Rahim. Yeah.
1: And from there you start working with local artists, right? Yeah, at the I'm met Khaled, then I sort of just Moved into, I was working out of um, Wentworth Point, my apartment. Yeah. I got an apartment in Wentworth Point and I was working out of there. And then I feel like I just got too comfortable being at home. Yeah. So then JD was like, oh, looking for someone to like like, um, like, um, help me like, join my room. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sweet. Fucking went down. And then, yeah, just started working out of there. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, I was just making, I was probably just making beats, just cooking, just trying to perfect things. Yeah. learning from everyone that was there because like, we're all pretty much um just all learning there like everyone hadn't yeah hadn't really hit anything it was basically just a just a creative hub at the time so sick it was crazy times there yeah like, it was full crazy like that was even before solo had moved in solo hadn't moved in yet yeah right but i had met solo i met solo there like um like a, a few probably like a few months after i would moved in yeah like when he came and they had a session of um, justice crew when he was justice crew at the time <laughs> <laughs> it's, ca- it's crazy <laughs> to me like he had
0: that life like you know, like he, know. he did like the very commercial touring of music it's so crazy so basically in that studio solo would have been the one who's experienced like the top of music really that's hey. it. Yeah, it would have been the only it. one who's like had that experience at that point in time hey? 100% crazy to me like as a performer yeah yeah as a performer yeah yeah yeah. and then um so what comes about next is like you start working what at what year did you link up with one for uh probably like 2019 and did it was it nuts to you that on your come up you'd worked with their uncle shout out solo for that information (laughs) um but was it nuts to you like you'd worked with their uncle maybe like a decade give or you know give or take a few years like a decade before that and then now you're sitting with basically the biggest prospects of Australian hip hop that we've ever seen, and
1: they're his nephews, bro. To be honest, like that time, like I really, I never really um knew who they were. To be honest, yeah, right. Like I was, um, I was too busy. Like I was working on on other things, like uh, like overseas projects. Yeah, but it wasn't until um, I think the message had dropped, and then um, like a few like. The hype was the hype was building. Spot the difference. had dropped. Nah, not yet. I heard okay. spot the difference. I heard spot the difference before they um released it. Yeah, before they released it. What was your initial reaction? I, I feel like the the ending bit caught me off. Like when M's um just verse just cuts. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I was, I was like just like thing. I was like, oh, this is hard, and then I was like, fuck, like I was full like waiting for something else. But then yeah. I was like, nah I get it. Like you know. Yeah. I full get it, but um, yeah. I met them around that time, like uh. The spot the difference had come out, but their uncle had reached out. The same uncle, yeah, the same yeah. uncle had reached out to Seriously. me about them because I think when all the hype was happening, there was you know like sort of like there was labels around, mm-hmm. and they're trying to like you know reach out and sign them and yeah and stuff like that. Yeah, crazy. And they sort of didn't have an understanding.
0: But, uh, neither would you expect boys from Yeni to you know. No, hundred percent. Right.
1: And I, I, I was alright, so was sort of just helped them through that process. Yeah. Um
0: and your first song with him is Home and Away, isn't it? Uh, or is it Lads in the Hood? Welcome to Prison. Crazy good song. Yeah. So so Welcome to Prison and Home and Away. Yeah. Are both massive songs that changed like the landscape, I reckon. Welcome to Prison was very it was a beautiful song, first yeah. of all. Very well produced, very well executed from the whole team. But I think a lot of people didn't expect Welcome to Prison. Because of how reflective it was at the time, because they don't when they first see drill artists, they don't expect like to flip like that. Yeah, we've seen it in the UK before, yeah. especially like Hetty one. He does it a lot; like he gets very emotional. But we hadn't really seen it. Neither did people
1: expect it for one four. How
0: was it like? How was it making that track for them?
1: I think, um, because I had heard a demo of it. I heard a demo of it, and I don't know if they wanted to like drop that as a single. Like they just had it. And, um, I remember they were just. Bring me all like little bits and pieces they were working on just ideas, and I'll just hear things and I'd be like, Oh, I think just hearing um, I heard uh, YP's verse on there, and then I was thinking, Fuck, there's some deep shit, yeah. So I, f- I felt like I just had to sort of like bring it to life, make it more emotional, more how it felt, yeah, you know, like people, uh, and really, i just strip it back a bit where people could actually like, like th- you can feel the whole song, like you can listen and feel like, Fuck. And then i think the when everyone sort of knew that he was going inside mm. fuck it, it made it you know hit, hit it even more yeah. hit it harder even more you know yeah it's so well executed and yeah it's sad what like the song yeah. is about but yeah like the way the team did the visuals and i just whatnot. wanted to make honestly for me making that it was like um i just wanted to make it a movie i feel like every song that i've done with them i just wanted to like i'm a movie guy man yeah so it was like they know, like, everyone knows that when they come to the street, I've got a movie on or i got some train ride some kind yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a train ride or some dude just walking the streets. Yeah. And I just sort of, like, my aim is I just make music for that. So if I'm watching whatever movie, it feels like uh, I just try to build music, like I'm scoring it.
0: Yeah, right. It's an interesting process. Where did you get that from? I don't know.
1: I just, I, I felt like it's just, you know, like it, they say, like, you know, if it's broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So I've always sort of done that and then. Just made it like that.
0: Yeah, right. Hans Zimmer's real good at that. Yeah. Fuck. You know, he got like a one-page script for um, uh, Interstellar. Have you watched Interstellar? No. Do you know Interstellar? Is it any good? Matthew McConaughey and he's the... Get sent out in the space? No.
1: Like, massive movie. Bro, I'm scared of space movies, man. <laughs> like,
2: space movies, zombie
1: movies. What do you mean? Unless it's just like Marvel movies, and yeah, I'm good with it. But man, like those kind of space things, man. Oh, bro, have to, like horrors, that kind of shit. Nah, man. Why, why don't you like space? Like, does it scare you? Yeah, fuck. I, just, I don't know, man. Just sort of had to watch that with the lights on. <laughs> you know, during the day.
0: It's not like a scary movie, but it basically it's like he needs to go leave. He needs to go to the moon or something. And um, it fucks up and he gets lost in time. But videotapes are still being sent to him of his daughter. But because he's out in space, he's not aging where his daughter is aging every time she sends him videotape. It's very sad. Holy shit. Yeah. But he's stuck out in like either the moon or something. But the whole movie is crazy. So Steven, I can't remember. I don't want to say it was Spielberg that directed it. (laughs) No, it was someone's brother. One of the big directors said, like, I'll do this. I'll, I'll put it aside. And then he's brought – like, someone's little brother was like, oh, I'll do it and took the script and ran with it. But Hans Zimmer, who did Cornfield Chase on that, yeah. um, that song, they gave Hans Zimmer a one-page, like, just like a, a like a Word document of just, like, this is what the movie's about. Um, and then they gave it off to Hans Zimmer. He came back with like, one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. But, crazy. Yeah. So um, – but, yeah, the whole movie's, like – yeah, it was a box office hit. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch mm. it. I, I don't want to explain it too much because I don't, I don't think I'll do it justice.
1: I have to put it on the list, man. Watch it during the day. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Just in case it's the fucking horror halfway through, I'm like, fuck, you got me.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't watch horrors. eh? last one I watched was The Conjuring with Valak. Do you know what that is? Nah, fuck that, bro. Like a, a Damon nun. Um, I was like 17, and I haven't watched one since. Honestly, I got scarred, bro, watching horrors. Like what paranormal activity no, it was back on like, that? Oh, it uh, the first it. the clown. Yeah, fuck that. fucked me, bro. Yeah, that fucked up my childhood. Yeah, like, so I, I think
1: I watched that when I was like eight, yeah, eight right, years yeah. old, and I was like, oh man, I hated walking. Like I never used to walk on the road, like where the drains are. It's like fuck. I never look when you're having a shower. You don't look down the drain. <laughs>
0: it's scary because it's based on someone. What? Yeah, Jemaine Casey. Nah. Yeah, yeah, Holy shit, I Dressed didn't up know as a that. clown, kill people, yeah.
1: That's fucking crazy.
0: So it's a fucking true story. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. I'll, 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 I'll double check that after. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure people will correct me as I'm speaking if I'm wrong. But John Wayne Gacy dressed up as a clown, killing people. I'm not sure if it was young people, but yeah. Fuck that guy, man. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, so Fucked it, them, my it, it's roughly based on, like, it. the movie itself is roughly based on, like, this guy. Oh Yeah. Crazy, eh? Oh, bro. That's why I didn't watch... just like, levels now. <laughs> that's why I didn't watch it. But Paranormal Activity, I watched when I was around the same age. And that fucked me up big time, if you know what that is. No. It's like, basically, it's like a family wants to document what's happening in their house. So they set up cameras. Like Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, but not like Big Brother. But yeah, the same concept, like cameras in the house. Yeah, And then like, it's not a true story at all. It's a, like a fictional horror. And then... um they, yeah, the cameras just capture the most demonic stuff um, and crazy shit. So I remember watching that back in the day. But we've, we've gone a bit off topic. You make <laughs> m- you make music for movies. Home and Away is crazy, I think, because that was different. Yeah. Where did the idea for the sound of Home and Away come from?
1: Bro, I was just, um, I felt like it just had to be epic, bro. It had to be an anthem. Yeah. Like I think when M's. Like uh the intro the When Ems's thing is like poof. Yeah. Like, oh shit, there's gotta be a this has to be an anthem. Yeah.
0: Who came up with the concept first? Them
1: or yourself? The boys. The boys already had the concept.
0: Yeah. So they knew like violin and all that they wanted it. No, it was like full different. Yeah. It was full different.
1: I sort of uh just I sort of just played that in and then um same thing, like just played it in and then I gave it to Cows. Cows fucking he went in on it yeah um and he gave it to one of the other boys too uh who does a lot of string arrangements so mm-hmm. i put together just the rough string arrangement for it um because that's the crazy thing is like you can write everything on logic like how you want the strings but it's never going to sound the same like just so so you got to manually go in and do it no nah, so we'll play it and then you can bring up the say all the notes in that in logic and then you can print it out and then you can just give it to a a string player yeah wow. so we've done that for a lot of like the whole one four ep when there's like live string sections so i'll just play it out and then i'll give it to one of these girls that we work with yeah and she would uh, and she would just play it in so it'll be one person playing it but it'll sound like i have a whole orchestra that... yeah right nice so cows yeah cows took it and then cows from cows and went to solo yeah and then solo went ham on it and then nice. uh yeah it was crazy like when we were dropping it was like i i gave them shit for it and then um and then fucking they all had a laugh i was like oh you guys are right
2: yeah like, <laughs> I'm sorry
1: yeah i think it was just with the mix like the thing was the mix was like nah, oh, man the mix is like too um it was too poppy it sounded too poppy yeah so like too clean but then then i was like listening to it for a while and i was like, oh shit no, it's actually it actually works mm. yeah
0: and what 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 are your first thoughts when the drill artists of the country come to you and they go, hey, we want to do something that involves violins and like it's
1: like an anthem, but it doesn't. It's not like, it's right. like I don't know honestly, man. Anthem. I don't really like. Not being cocky or dicky or anything. I don't really work with much artists like from here. Yeah, I sort of. I've been pretty selective, of um, of what I work on. I feel like um, like these days, like probably the last, like before the boys, it's always been about um. Something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like, what got me working with the boys wasn't just, like, uh, because of Lima, like, their uncle. Yeah. But I was just seeing, like, you know, their story, like, of how we grew up too. Yeah. Because we grew up having nothing. Like I was saying, I grew up making music out of my garage and stuff like that. So, like, fast forward to where where I am today. Like, I'm pretty blessed to be doing what I'm doing and then seeing the boys and, like, I, you know, I'm always a, Big personal playing it forward. You know what I mean? So I think uh me helping them um develop, you know, getting them to a place and keeping them out of the streets and stuff like that, so yeah. Sort of like got me working on it, like didn't really worry what I was getting paid for it. Yeah. It was more just like, you know, like getting them out of it. But just stuff that I was passionate about. Like seeing them win means I would you know. Yeah. So. Plus it'd be cool to like work on something like that from Meowney yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like, back it, was, in the day, like it was like awesome. something from my area yeah like, like i grew up there like like i always say like you know those kids story is my story you know what i mean so like it was, it was it's fun yeah it's, honestly they're just like my little brothers like
0: it's fucking yeah it's funny yeah and um the other artists you work with so the same boys from the area as well section 60 capula yeah they've come out with some hits yeah and you've worked on them as well um shout out to them like they they've done very well with the songs they have released i think they I think um, it'd be cool to see them release more, obviously, the circumstances. But, like, when, <laughs> when, when possible, when possible, it'd be cool to see them release more. Because I like Capulet's Phone um, My Lines, like, one yeah. of the coolest songs I've heard in a minute. Eh? I love it. I yeah. think it's, like, a summer anthem. I think it...
1: Bro, K is crazy, man. Very talented, because he used to be talented.
0: the videographer, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: bro. Yeah. He's, like, just... like He can do everything, the guy's... The guy is he's smart as like one of the smartest dudes I've, i know man yeah yeah
0: he would have to be like one of the best all right bro from cover art to videos
1: he'll just do it himself songs
0: yeah like, bro that's mad um then we'll go interstate now hp boys yeah and lissy as well yeah um how did those like two
1: come about was like, i always chatted with uh with honor with tino yeah. So I always had a relationship with Tino. You know, just you know, just uh, you know, I was always a big fan. They were a big fan. Same thing with Lissy. Like you know, always just, I was a fan of their work. And I think too, is just thing like, um, like another another person that's my like you know that's like me that looks like me, like you know, succeeding and you know, trying, mm-hmm. and work, working hard. Yeah. So uh, my admiration for those guys, you know, it's, it's always good. Yeah. What songs
0: did you work on with them?
1: um i've done a block party with the boys and then with Lisi i just done his song that he done this year uh make it up but we got a few like right lisey's got a vault, man like i got a vault with Lisi. like lisey's like probably one of the fastest writers him and m's like jm's are probably like the fastest writers that i've i've worked with here when you
0: say fast rider are
1: you happy to reveal like a turnaround like in that session so say oh, like a nuts. like it just depends if the whole vibe is right. I think it, I f- I feel like it's of everyone. Like if the vibe's right, the music is right, then you know yeah. everything's gonna be. If they're locked in as well, yeah, they're, yeah. Like they're locked in. Yeah, yeah, right. That's nuts. Because it's always funny with the process. Like like you know every artist has different processes, writing processes and stuff like that. It's like even like um, like some guys will probably just want to write. Like Spenny wants to write by himself. No one else there. Yeah. Yeah. just writes. When in like anyone. Lissy can write like doesn't matter. I yeah. think it's like the same thing with me. It's like I could have like twenty people in the room, but if I'm working, I'm just yeah. I just got the blinders on and I'm just I don't care who's there. Yeah, you know I'm there to work. I I'd say I relate to
0: spending the most. I like to be by myself. Yeah, I think it's like yeah. I don't know what it comes down to, but I I agree the process for a lot of people created creatively wise. It's like crazy the yeah. stark difference
1: yeah 100
0: um and how like people different people can lock in in different environments people need certain things happening for them to focus yeah. i have to have music on even when i'm editing a podcast i have to have music on in the background for me to like really lock in i don't know what it is but it's kind of similar to your movie yeah. thing i suppose
1: yeah like i, I watched i think when we we're doing the ep i watched the whole the one four ep i watched the whole um uh, series and and subtitles like I watched the whole thing in subtitles, just finishing off the EP.
0: Yeah,
1: crazy, crazy series to I, watch, eh? But now I just like now everything I have to watch has to have subtitles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst is when you go in movies and you don't have subtitles. Like fuck, I just want to read the subtitles. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I don't watch movies, eh? Bro, I love movies, man. It's just a uh, good thing to chill. Yeah, it
0: was the best one of all time. Godfather. Yeah, I'm half Italian. I'll say that any chance I get.
1: Godfather, just few man. Sopranos. I love Sopranos. Yeah, Sopranos crazy. Power of One. Have you seen Power of One?
0: No, nah, I haven't got around to that. Crazy movie. The, movie. My favorite. Um, just because the Godfather and Sopranos I haven't seen in a long time, uh, would have to be goodwill Hunting.
1: Matt Damon. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that, but
0: like I just seen. Uh, Robin They okay. won a
1: shitload of awards too. So.
0: Matt Damon wrote it, Young, I'm 23, I think he was like my age or younger with Ben Affleck. They wrote that, then did it and Robin Williams took a chance on it and acted in it. So Robin Williams already established at the time yeah. and he's like. So it would have been a gamble for him. For Robin, yeah. It's like, fuck, I don't know if this is going to work. But obviously he read it. Oh, Robin was very articulate because the movie is about like this smart guy figuring out like the love side of life, you know. Yeah. Or like the. The wise side of life that he doesn't really experience because he thinks he's smarter than everyone, you know? Yeah. Simple things in life. And Robin's like the counsellor. Yeah, but it's a sick movie. But I can't... I don't know what else i put. put. Shawshank has got to be up there. Oh, bro. Cracker. Yeah? Cracker movie. Uh, what else is there? I don't know. You know what? Have you ever watched like um The Big Short? No. Nah. You never watched that? It's about the global financial crisis. No, it's not that good of a I, I been, think I
1: started watching the five, first five minutes. I am thinking, nah, yeah, fuck
0: that. No, nah, I liked the big shot. I liked the way it set out. Um, what's another one I like? I thought
1: it was going to be like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I, I thought was it was going to be like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was just waiting for like the fucking funny shit to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's a bit too serious. Wolf of Wall Street it was a good movie. Yeah. That
0: um, was crazy. The NWA movie was good. Yeah, that was really good. I'm trying to think. What do uh, you think of
1: the Tupac movie? I didn't
0: get around to it. See, I don't watch that many, but, I like, I watch a few. Is it good? It's all right. I, I don't know well, they I justified would, it. I watched Notorious back in the day. Like yeah. I think it's, like, the 2008 or 2010 version. Yeah. Like, when I was growing up, I watched that. And I loved it. I remember I revisited it a fair bit. Yeah. I thought that was sick. Yeah. And that kind of, like, gave me the idea from, like, a young age. I knew that Biggie. Um, Yeah, I knew the whole story of Biggie and Park. Like, yeah. they were once best friends. There's that famous freestyle where Biggie's got the bandana over his eyes; he can hardly see. And they're going back and forth at that yeah. table. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? And then, like, yeah, the falling out. Obviously, Suge, uh, Suge, or whatever. However, you pronounce his name. He has his involvements and shit like that. But yeah, I um, I remember watching Notorious, but I never really got around to any other like um, movies or Netflix docos on there.
1: Bro, like, do you travel a lot too? Like, like been traveling, so it's like just watch movies on those. Yeah, on those times. Yeah, so it I was, just kills time.
0: Yeah, I watched The Joker when I was heading overseas last year yeah. on the plane. That was good. And then they had no other good movies on it, so I just had to watch it. I actually watched I actually watched the scary movie on that flight as well.
1: I think the movies too, man, like watching movies sort of like it's inspiring too, like watching like you know, different types of movies. Like for me it's like like some movies have mad soundtracks, like or have songs. That's where I sort of get like a lot of ideas. Um, like ideas from where I start creating music you know what i mean like you'll be watching different scenes stuff like that i think like as a like for me personally as a creative this is like i'm a visual yeah. creator i like a visual i hear things but like that that helps you know yeah you got to see
0: it type of thing yeah
1: like what the music's matching yeah and you sort of just try to make it match it or whatever yes yeah. but if you're constantly watching like those kind of movies like godfather you're gonna just like i feel like drill music and godfather would go like the, sh- the shooting scenes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck well, Yeah, that's a good shout. Someone should do an edit of that. Um, so you've worked with the those boys. We've covered locally. Shout out Anfa. Shout out Becca. Shout out the rest of um, the other artists you've collaborated with. Let's go overseas. I'm fascinated as to how these have happened. Carnage, I think I can pinpoint, was the yeah. one four song. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. What was Carnage working like? Well, because I grew up on Carnage being like a hard, <coughs> basically a hard style DJ, yeah. eh? um, but he had like this heavy techno, no, not techno, but this heavy EDM sound at the time when Avicii and stuff dominated. What was that like working with him? It's different? Yeah, it was really, it, it was different. It was um, it's a photo of him with his shirt unbuttoned in the studio maybe made me laugh. Bro. I think he just came from a night out
1: too. No, he came from the, I think it was the island. Yeah, Glass Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. The no, one in the harbour. The island one. The one yeah. that just stays on the water. The yeah, 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 yeah. Glass island, yeah, yeah. He came he came from there. I and mean, then he came to the session and yeah. That's when we made um better. better. Yeah, right. What was his involvement with that? Like he had started the idea. Right. He had started the idea and then um the boys came and started laying their verses and then we then we took it. And how did Dutch come onto that? Uh just the relationship between them and the boys
0: yeah right man just over social media
1: yeah type they sort of just it was like one for one yeah like it was sort of um because i remember the boys had done bando diaries and they were sort of like oh you know the swap was one for one so it was sort of like looking like oh shit, trying to go through which song yeah. Sound crazy so then fucking better ended up being the one what a pick yeah what a sick song eh? turned yeah. out turned out pretty good
0: yeah the visuals are mad
1: um Let's go mustard
0: first now. Yeah.
1: How did Mustard come about? Mustard Khaled and one of my other mentors, um, Nick, they're twice as nice. Twice as nice boys. So I met I met them when I was at DB. And um we're sort of at the stage where uh Mustard had just done YG's album. He just done uh My Crazy Life.
0: Oh sick album. So yeah had yeah. just for just that. And I feel like front? Uh-huh. Doing, he, he, is that the one where YG's like Got the old school like criminal photo on the front. Yeah. He's in the black and white. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So I think they just had finished that like he had um like all those big songs here, yeah, like the My My Hitter. Yeah, yeah. He had the My Hitter joint on there. big uh, and Backbane Bull and stuff all like that. Like, that. All yeah, that mad album. We had met, met um after that when Nick had reached out. Nick Nick lives out in LA and he was like, Oh had spoke to Khaled and Khaled plugged me onto him and was like, Oh, like must have sort of looking for a a new sound, you know, some some music in there, and then sort of got my got my in from there. Like, yeah, I remember Nick was there, gave him a bunch of beats, yeah, and then Nick was like, oh, "I fly out tomorrow," and then sort of like the next day after getting a FaceTime call, and it's nickel mustard. He was like, "Yo, send these," so you know, and then just started from there.
0: Yeah, man, how cool.
1: Yeah. um Ariana, <laughs> fuck,
0: this is crazy to say, Ariana Grande. Oh, bro, that's like... A boy from Mountie with, like, that's nuts, bro. That, that, is
1: was, nuts. that was Khaled, man. Like, that was, I got that through Khaled and Nick. Like, I'd worked on... Um, so you'd we, worked on Mustard at this point? Uh, I was working on Mustard already, so we already worked on Mustard. Still working with Mustard at the time. And then um, and then I worked on this joint with Khaled. Me and Khaled had a session. I think we called the... I think the beat's called the Chicken Shop Beat. There was a new chicken shop that Khaled told me that opened up in the area. Like in Mascot, because the studio, because um DB's in Alexandria, yeah. and Mascot's next door. New chicken shop. So It was like, oh yeah, come on, I'll show you this chicken shop. And I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> Saves the song, the chicken shop. So yeah. that's what the, the Ariana song was called, the chicken shop beat. Ah. Sent that off. And then, but it's 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 funny because people think it's like, oh, like that song came out two years after we had made the actual track. Yeah, right. Like there's a like people think like, oh, we make the song now and then it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But there's just a you know, when a lot of people sign up majors, there's certain processes that people have to go through to you know before it comes out. Yeah. But yeah, that was like fuck. It's a crazy ride.
2: Yeah.
0: What song was the Ariana Grande album? Uh, oh The called? Be
1: All Right. It was something. Like the Dangerous Woman album that came out? Dangerous Woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's had
0: you on it, didn't it?
1: yeah Figured that, i don't bro. want to sing it because
0: i fuck it up <laughs> but <laughs> come on bro <laughs> no <laughs> um yeah that's that that's nuts lma as well she's such a big artist that yeah. was that the same link
1: that was yeah That was the same link but yeah. we had we had been working on um lma before they even announced her like we it was really hush hush when we started working on her. yeah right before mustard even like i don't think mustard had signed her at the moment at that time so Sort of hush hush was like, I'm working on this, yeah, on this girl, and they sort of just sent through like, like her Instagram, probably like had probably like I don't know a thousand, two thousand people at the time when he sent it through, and then so we started building songs just hearing off her vocals off that, yeah. What
0: songs did you do with Ella? Um, I've done nobody
1: else, like, um, on her already that they had like boot up on, on the same EP. Yeah, boot was. It was pretty. It was pretty much you yeah, know myself, um, called Sick Drums. Sick Drums is fucking. He's a goat, bro. Yeah. Sick Drums. Is like, he from? He's from New Zealand, little country town in New Zealand, like.
0: Yeah, like, North Sea.
1: uh North Island. Like yeah. I think like where he's from was like I never like five hundred people.
0: Get fucked. Yeah. That's tiny.
1: Yeah, bro. And he
0: he still lives there. uh
1: I think he he moved up to the city. He moved to LA for a bit, and then he moved back. I think he's back home in New Zealand for a bit.
0: That's mental.
1: But Sick John's is, bro. That guy is just—he's from space, bro. Yeah, he's just
0: out of this world with yeah. what he does.
1: Yeah, like yeah. just the, just the sounds and stuff that he uses. Like he's, bro. He's, he's really good, man. He's like Keanu, man. Like him and Keanu, I feel like they just. That from you. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: mad. Um, then Marky Bassi and Weston. How did those two come? Marky
1: Bassi was a uh, Clinton Sparks. He's a DJ. Yeah. He used to have like a smash time radio. So that Clinton was a, was a link through my brother James. James like Because my brother, man, my little brother. Yeah, so he had linked it up. And then I started working on Clinton. Went over to LA. Um, done some work. And then he had sent me this, that track when I got back home. And he was like, oh, can we finish it? Then just finished it. Sent it back. Man. Nah. Yeah, that's,
0: solo's on that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking
1: shout out solo, man. Yeah. He solo's my man. honestly. Solo's my brother, man. Like me and him have been through so much things. Like, like he's like he's like my brother. Yeah,
0: he's good. He's a good guy, man. He puts a lot of belief into like this whole
1: thing. Yeah, hundred percent. I think like that's why I sort of I sort of like I said like I came on this. Like I don't really do podcasts and yeah. like a bit nervous doing this shit, but you know. I feel like what you guys are doing is is really good, you know. Yeah, I believe in it. Right. Yeah, it's
0: like it's, yeah, it's um. I've always wanted to. I realize, like with a brand, you yeah. want to put something behind it. I realize I just wanted to be a platform for talent to talk. You know. Yeah. Because I feel like if you can create a centralized space where, say, I have like I have mates who play in the A League, right? Yeah. And I have not mates, but mutuals with NRL players and stuff yeah. like that. But then I have someone like yourself who's worked with the biggest artists in the world. The best artists in our country. Mm. Like, if you can go to one place and like listen to them talk for an hour, Mm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, I'm from the mountains, right? Like, I'm Mm. from Wimberley, so it's like very. um, I needed people like Solo to put faith in me, you know. Yeah. And I just had to hope I made a good connection with them, and that's what I did. So I appreciate you coming on, bro. It's all good, bro. Means a lot. But um, this is a question like I'm really fascinated with. You kind of grew before the scene. You'd already started making your own thing happen. But well, what was it like for you, like, watching it grow very rapidly in front of you? Especially being a Dream Big. You yeah, would yeah. have seen Leroy come through. Yeah. And then Leroy would have... He went with Juice WRLD's crew, wasn't Yeah. What was it like for you just seeing, like, his album pop, 1-4 pop? Obviously, it's kind of different 1-4 because you worked with him. Yeah. We've worked for, you worked with HP Boys and Lissy as well. He we popped as well. Oh. Like, what's it been like for you seeing, instead of Australia's music, be focused overseas, be focused on Australian music? artist and you're the one working with them, what's that like?
1: Oh like for me, like like I said before, like for me personally it's just seeing seeing them grow. Like um like knowing that um like uh like I was saying like seeing these guys as the same like same nationality, same colour as me. Like we never had that opportunity before. So I felt like seeing seeing those guys at the time like and I was sort of in a position where um I had I work with these other other Art. artists and that of thing like to sort of bring my knowledge to the table and um like you know just help develop them and by seeing it grow at a rapid thing was like i felt like it was pretty crazy like it actually felt like it was like oh because yeah. I, I feel like back then like even now i don't feel like like majors are really investing money mm-hmm. into the local scene i don't are. no like i feel like they do but they just don't know yeah or don't know where to put it yeah or yeah they just i don't know like i don't feel like they actually got people that's
0: feet on the ground
1: yeah like they say they are but they're not
0: yeah. you know yeah. What I mean? yeah from someone who's like feet on the ground working with like very talented artists yeah. who just don't have the resources yeah. there's like the money's <laughs> just going but, yeah. but
1: that's what i'm saying that's why like independent like the boys are independent hp is independent you know what i mean that's why it's important for that yeah like for that for for because we know where every dollar has gone you know what I mean? You know, like, right, this is going to marketing. This is going towards videos production. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like like the major's like, all right, let's just grab this guy. He's, like, sort of in the scene. He has half a million or whatever. Yeah. Bang, you know what I mean? But it's sort of not working. Yeah. It's sort of like the only people who are poly. I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone. It just depends on what the setup is, to be honest. But I don't feel like it's they're investing their money properly. Yeah,
0: I, feel, I, I completely agree, bro. Yeah. I feel like
1: just a lot of things aren't happening that could be
0: happening, you know. No, 100%. And,
1: and mm-hmm. some of the. Uh, bro, we could go on this subject for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, you know, people are going to watch this because they know it's yeah, yeah. me, bro. They're going to watch them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm happy to speak, I got nothing. Yeah. I, I, bro, like to me, too, I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. Like people know my stance. Like I've always been about ownership. Yeah. I've always been about being independent, right. owning your masters. Like, you know, like. shout out nipsey hustle that's it like i've always uh, i've been brought up around there like like i could have got a like i don't have a publishing deal yeah i don't have nothing probably like one of the only few people that don't have it that i own everything that comes to me but that was like thanks to guys like Khaled, nick um mustard clinton sparks james like those guys all told me like, like it's basically pretty much alone you know that you're getting from these things so yeah I've sort of got into a position financially where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stable. Like, like I don't really like need anything, but I'm not that much of a fancy guy anyway. You know, I live a simple life. Are you miggering if I have to every day? Yeah, you know, I love that. Trust me, I'm, bro. There's local as you get it, man. I'm corned beef and rice, bro. That's me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could eat that every day.
0: <laughs> um, with like the the ownership thing. Yeah. I so obviously um, I wasn't involved in music, but when I was eighteen, I was fresh out of high school. Maybe I was seventeen. Oh, I was eighteen. Um Victory Lap comes out. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle. I I was eighteen from the mountain. so someone like Nipsey Hussle doesn't really come across your attention, right? How
1: the fuck did you listen to it up there? I I <laughs> we the so
2: still it got it the fucking there. internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but no, like so. Uh, that it, some for some reason, it came across me like Nipsey Hussle. It just and I was like, fuck it. Yeah, actually, you know why? Funnily enough, full circle, you just mentioned it. YG I yeah. put Nipsey on because they were from the same area. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew the name, but I'd only known him in like those girls, like songs where they talk about girls and shit, right? Yeah. And I was getting to an age where I was getting sick of that. And I'd realized like he talks about business. Started listening. And once I'd listen to Victory lap like, like three four or five times, I was listening and him talking about earning all your rights. I own all my deals. I own all this and all that. Yeah. So when I started working with artist, I was kind of I was I'm still fascinated highly with it. the ownerships and the cuts because mm. some are, like some artists are puppets and yeah. a lot of people wouldn't know that. And then some people like yourself fully I, I am 100% run by myself, you know yeah. and there's no one over the top of me telling me. I think that's like something about the music industry. a lot of mm. um, not, people in it obviously know all about it, but the consumer mm. doesn't know and they don't know like their artist doesn't even want to put this out, you know like mm. they've just got to hit these criteria right
1: because there's music, like there's music and then you've got business yeah like it's like you know it's two separate things you know what i mean so it's like like a lot of these guys like you know probably not educated like i was i was fortunate enough and blessed enough to be around a lot of guys that have already been through that so i sort of made my decision like the biggest thing that someone told me was like unless you need the money like you fucking got no money at all and this is the same advice that i gave to one poor. okay Unless you fucking really need the money, then take take the deal. Yeah. But if you don't, just wait until that first check comes, and then you'll be good. And they waited, and then the check from uh, the message and Ben Ten and that came, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it was sort of more than what they were getting offered at the time. Nuts!
0: That's crazy. Yeah, happens a lot to a fair bit of artists. No, Hundred eh?
1: percent. Like you know, like a lot of these young artists, like they'll come up and like it just depends on what the person's circumstances are at the time. Like, yeah. if you feel like, you know, you you need that, then But like, you know, we live in an age where the internet, like you have everything's at your fingertips. Yeah. I what a lot of guys don't understand like, you know, it's like, uh, same as it's like music, like music gets um, consumed so easily. Yeah. Like, you know, like if me and you now, we could do this podcast now and put it out tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then the thing is, if it's like, um, then someone else will put a podcast the next day. And then that means your podcast is, yeah, yeah. On the on the on the burner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it gets consumed so quickly. So but a lot of these kids when they see the business, I was like, fuck, you know, these majors is gonna give me money, I'm gonna be up there all the time. Like, yeah, like some sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But you put yourself in debt every single time when you do that.
0: Yeah. It's not a it's, it's
1: crazy. Different but, world, different world to people who aren't in it. Like it's yeah, yeah, like people don't see what's What's really going on behind the scenes yeah you know what i mean so it's like but it's all right. like like i said like i was just thankful and that i grew up around like i had a lot of these guys around me yeah they were able to sort of make me see clearer and just see like i'm always that dude bro i sit in the back if i go to meetings i just sit in the back and I just watch yeah just watch and see how everyone reacts and you sort of just learn how to read the room yeah sort of what goes on there and sort of make your own opinion in your head and then you sort of learn from what the other boys have been through and stuff like that. You're like, oh right, I'm not going that way, I'll go this way. But then you'll remember something that oh he got done this way. It's all about just just pivoting, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. Credit Making the
0: right move. I am um, funnily enough, talking about it, my biggest clip on TikTok, I had Red you know Red Honcho? No. He's like a Mountie artist. He um
1: Oh Red Honcho, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, he had another name before, D Boss. Don't know, bro, don't know. So his name before Bro, I worked with D-Boss yeah, In my garage in St. Mary's Honcho Shout bro, out Honcho Shout out, bro Honestly, if you tell him, bro He'll tell you, like I worked with him Like when I was first Just making Trying to make music But one of um, We had Mutual That brought him over That brought him around Nuts Great artist, right? Yeah He's love crazy his bro. bro, I love it, bro Those guys are like my family, man His brother, Suspects Yeah Suspects
0: um, Dope But I had Honcho on And we are talking about deals and labels for whatever reason can't remember and um i mentioned the frank ocean thing and he hadn't heard of it yeah and i explained, have you heard of it yeah and i'd explained it to him i, I put it on tiktok just kind of like putting it out there because so, i realized like it's somewhat interesting and someone in music didn't know about it there's every chance like there's a lot of people out there they know about it. and that got like my highest clip that was like 700k and, and it was like um like i think almost a thousand comments with people just being like obviously there's haters in there because this is what you get but there's a lot of people in there like I honestly had no fucking clue like this was why Endless was only on Apple and stuff like right. that it's one of the best exits from a deal I've ever seen right? smart so smart yeah. instead of putting all these eggs because you see artists when on their last um on their last deal sometimes they put like a really good album out and it sucks because it's on that last deal with their big label type yeah. of thing and then they go solo and you're like fuck I kind of wish you put some shit out and then when you went yeah. solo you put this piece of yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent.
0: But then you see Kendrick as well, who has like the sickest relationship with Top Dog. Yeah, and like um, what's his name? Uh, fuck, who owns Top Dog again? Um, fuck, Chucky. No, it's not, his name's not Chucky. I can't remember. I know
1: who you're talking about. Now.
0: Yeah, and he like have you have you listened to Duckworth? Uh
1: yeah, he's, is he is he he's he on TV? Yeah, who Kendrick? Nah, Duckworth.
2: Who's he? Oh like?
0: no 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 the song Duckworth.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about the group. No, 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 oh, no.
0: no, no. Yeah. I know you're talking about Duckworth, the song, yeah. where he talks about like how the owner of TDE before he owned a music label had every chance of killing Kendrick's dad yeah. and then he didn't because Kendrick's dad used to give him free chicken at the chicken shop. That's crazy. And then it comes full circle that Kendrick's dad, Kendrick and um, Top Dog are all in the room. But, yeah, like that. then you see Kendrick's relationship with Top Dog and everyone signed to Top Dog mm. from what it seems. Like I've got sick relationships there. I say Rashad, J-Rock. Yeah. Then you see other labels and you're like, "Fuck, this sucks!" Like yeah. we've been robbed of really good music and art here. That's all part of business, like you said. A hundred
1: percent. And I feel like sometimes, you know, if you want to grow, if you want to grow more, then like you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta pivot that way. You know, you gotta yeah. sort of take that other road and learn. You know. Yeah, that's what I've. I, I feel like I probably feel like that's what happened. Like you know, he's probably growing up to be another artist and giving him a run where he sort of can run his own thing now. Like, it's sort of like, sort of passing the torch onto him, I reckon. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's good to... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Labels can be so good. Like, they can be the best thing to happen for an artist, you know? It just... It
1: depends. Like, for me, like, if there was any chance of me going to a major or whatever, it would be just a partnership. Be a JV. Yeah. Sort of where it's like, you know, I still a JV? Sort of like a joint venture, so it's 50-50. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like where I still... I still own it. You know what I mean? I still own a bit of it. Yeah. Like, I believe in having partners. I don't believe in someone having to own full creative. Yeah. Or something that I slaved away to yeah. to work on, you know, worked hard to build.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's a free game out there for any artist, anyone
1: looking yeah. to get in any industry like this. No, like, I always, like these young guys, I always just tell them, like, bro, just work hard. Just outwork everyone. It's that simple. Yeah. Like, the music game is, uh, is not rocket science. Just be consistent, have a good product yeah build your brand and just go yeah just drop right, yeah. consistently yeah. like none of those like i drop one month and then six months later then drop because like i said music gets consumed so quickly yeah so if you drop a month and then drop six months later people have forgotten about you already you, you know, gotta and, hit them no you just gotta try to stay like because everyone's always on their phone you jump on a train jump on a bus walk around anywhere everyone's on their phone so though like they're either gonna see they're either on tiktok instagram facebook whatever, you know? So you're always going to be there.
0: Yeah. You know who does that well? Solly. Yeah. Solly kills it. He's next up. Like he understands marketing, first of all. He he markets himself so fucking well. It's remarkable. I've had Solly on. um, But like, yeah, he just, even when like some songs he is the artist, so to speak, and then sometimes he's merely producing. But like it's still so fucking consistent. Like if you want to keep up with Solly's work, Just as a whole catalog from production to being the artist, he's
2: a
1: good kid, man. I met him like, like we done like uh, a song on CG, like Wolf CG, yeah, and like just seeing him grow, like, like, that's crazy. Like, you know, good on him. Like, I'm proud of him. So so diverse in his sound, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's like the coolest thing
0: when someone can switch it up. Yeah, that's why I appreciated like Welcome to Prison and uh, Home and Away. Yeah,
1: and um, especially the EP as well. Yeah, I thought that was um, I think it was just like more just. Like that was just sort of like I said, like had to be a movie from the beginning when you had um, Sally from the beginning to the ending.
0: How did you clear the vocals for Sally's intro? Uh, what do
2: you mean? So <laughs> Sally's, Sally's <laughs> intro is
0: on the phone, right? Yeah. There's no way. Like uh, maybe it's true. Like maybe he did. But how the fuck do they come through so clear? His vocals.
1: That's solo, man.
0: Alright, so Solo's fixing that. I feel fuck, I feel like Solo told me that as well. That's it's real solo, bad. Man. That's real bad. I feel like Solo said that. Yeah. But yeah, like so Solo can go like goes in and just yeah. cleans it up somehow. Like. Just cleans it
1: up. The only ones where um YP, like YP's interlude and um and Lex's interlude were from a song. From a song that they had done and I just heard it and I just I go, I'm gonna take this and put it as an interlude. Yeah. And solo just coming up with the jail, like I was like, bro, you know, I'll be mad like if we get The jail thing in the beginning yeah and sort of just so i remember when um when ems used to get calls from yp and so i was like bro can you like just screen record it like screen record the call the beginning of the call so then when we have it then just took the audio from that cut it up and that's how we got the yeah
0: because it kind of became like on brand with the um because isn't it in the message
1: this yeah the prison call yeah, yeah.
0: so yeah it kind of became on brand when it was in the ep it made a lot of sense yeah like as to like for sally to open it up yeah, yeah. um yeah and fuck sally's intro is remarkable for like something out of like
1: like that's a movie bro yeah like all the interludes are like i like movie based like it was just like yeah the lex pikachu
0: bar is pretty cool yeah lex has got to be the best bar for bar rapper in the country yeah. lex is if... lex is on one bro yeah like if you go like if you go like for bar just
1: like, I feel like him, man. Like, him, like, like writers, like him, uh, him, I would say Lex, Fez, and Lisi. Like, when they really sit down and they write, right? Like, they're, they're rappers. Yeah. Like,
0: Fez is like wretch 32, man. Bro. Proper, proper poet. Yeah. yeah. Fez,
1: man. Like, bro, he's got cracker songs. Like, bro, we got some songs. I don't know when it's going to drop. I don't know, but like, he's, he, he's really yeah. talented, man. His yeah. pen game is crazy. He, um his is the reason i got like a. it's like yj like yj bro his pin yj's pin game was crazy bro yeah like his pin game was stupid yj
0: oh from hp Wars? yeah 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 like they're
1: crazy like he's a crazy writer
0: yeah um ah fuck, what was i gonna say oh fez was like the first person i linked with hellos i met him in Fuck! what's that place called next to mountie but it's uh next to saint mary's and it's new ropes crossing yeah ropes crossing Had this like abandoned building uh so it was an old fire station it yeah. was like four levels so fez and i went and i did a shoot with fez and um and then i did one with young six but fez and i like i haven't really spoken to him in a while yeah. um i need to reach out but like it was my first break into hip-hop and then from there it just started a snowball effect and then once the pod started i started to get people on but fez had kind of left the limelight so to speak yeah uh, once the pod started but yeah like forever in debt like any he war hellos uh, hellos hoodie in one of his videos yeah and, um maybe it was on site uh oh no tragedy with um maz maybe yeah. i think that was it but yeah forever indebted because he just started the coolest journey like to sit with people like yourself yeah. all comes from fez replying to a dm you know just going right. like fez is like honestly crack up
1: and yeah. his brother huss like man we would have the funniest sessions be like me huss how it would come past later. Like it will just be crack up sessions. Like yeah. our sessions, like I feel like for me as a producer, it's always been like uh like when I like it's because before, like like I always say, like, man, it's sometimes like say like a random person will ask me, I'll get in a session. Like, if I haven't spoken to that person, so I feel like for me personally, it feels weird. Like if oh, let's go to a and just get in the studio and start working. Yeah. Like for me, it's a sort of I like to if I sit down with the artist, be like, yo, how's your day? You know, how's your family? How's everything sort of just get a look into what's going on in their life? Because I feel like for me, if I can sort of feel that energy that they're going through, it's like I sort of have an idea where we're going to go. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I and mean, then I feel like that's how a lot of the songs, like a lot of the boys' songs and like everyone that I've worked with, those songs have like all come out that way because of those kind of relationships. And voice I haven't treated it as like it's a, like I'm getting paid to do it. Like i've always felt like you know if you build a good relationship with them um and you'll get the best music out of it you know yeah but like fez like the sessions of fez like the songs that we've done was like it's crazy yeah, fuck like yeah you should drop it
0: yeah you should man you should um
1: look we're gonna wrap it up because it's
0: getting late yeah and uh we are gonna get out of here because commercial building but um i've got to ask for me, sitting across from you right now, right, yeah. knowing the artists you've worked with, I currently have imposter syndrome as I'm speaking to you, right? Yeah. Did you ever, like, with when you're working with, like, people, like, you look up to and stuff like that, like uh, Khalid and um, just artists in general, have you ever got that?
1: Um, I think seeing, like, meeting Mustard and then working with them, like, 'Cause we had like like worked like you know, like um like online and stuff and they've been working, but then when he came for a show and then we were actually in the studio, like I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like fuck, this is like, yeah. I'm this is real. But then I remember Nick Nick would, Nick was go, always goes to goes, Bro, don't worry, he's just like one of the boys. And then when you meet him he's like, Fuck, he's just like one of the boys. Yeah, he kicks back. Yeah, he's just fucking funny cunt. Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. I think that yeah. But probably the only person I've been starstruck with was probably like fucking meeting Al Pacino. Like, when did you meet Al Pacino? Oh, fuck. It was fucking random ass. When I <laughs> met him. I like, forgot where I was, but I met him and I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Al. Pacino. That's when I was like, oh fuck. He's one of the
0: goats, eh? Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's fucking, he's unreal.
0: Um, lastly, two more questions for you. Advice to individuals pursuing creative endeavors. What have you got for him?
1: Work hard. Like, it's easier to say it, but it's harder to do it. Like, you just got to outwork everyone. It's the most important thing. Like, the late nights, like the late nights that you do and the hard work they you do will pay off. You just got to be consistent and just believe. If you don't believe in yourself, then it's no point. Like, don't do it for a bag. Do it because you love it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you do it to, like, if you do it, like, like for me, I make music because I love it. Getting paid for it is just a bonus. You know, getting to travel and see other different part of the world is just, is a bonus, but trust me, just work hard, be consistent, build a good team. Team is important. Like, and if anyone doesn't have the same vision, like the end game, then that person shouldn't be in the team. Like, everyone has to have that same goal, the same end game. Everyone has to have that. And you just work towards it. Yeah. Great advice.
0: Mm. I agree with the team part. Massively. Still figuring out like mine because I, I I still don't work for myself. I still work for my uncle. Tomorrow yeah. morning six AM I'll be on the road. Yeah. But like yeah, um, just like some of the boys that <coughs> around like jame So this Halos is like a solo mission. Yeah, Jemai is just one of the boys, young boys from my area yeah. that like I bring in to like give me a hand, and in turn I just give him the opportunity to be like in the yeah. room because he's like to him like HP boys. Yeah. It's like a massive artist right. you know?
1: I have it into. Yeah, yeah, like, Pat. Pat, bro, he's from like, um, from Perth. Nuts. Nice. So he reached out, so he reached out to James and he goes, oh, um, oh, he reached out to me and he goes, oh, are you looking for an intern? And I was like, fuck, feels kind of weird. Like, I don't know what interns do and stuff like that. <laughs> Fucking like a couple years ago, just, I think it was just after, before, well, just before COVID. And he was like, oh, he was studying, doing like a degree and stuff. But he, passed like crazy now. So pat come here and he worked bro he thought that that's what you call like hard work bro so this guy had no like he's not getting paid he's leaving his family he's come over to to a studio like finding his own accommodation getting a job and then he's in the studio but he's in the sessions of all of us so he's just learning from me solo dopamine learning from all those guys you know and now he's doing things like he got his first cut with the hundred club with the boys mad like you know shout out Pat like, yeah like Bro, Pat's like, and he's still working hard now. He's still working at it. Yeah, like he, like bro, if, if, if like he took a gamble, like yeah. he could have came here and it was shit. You know what I mean? And so he's still here. He's still here. He yeah. went back home and then he came back. Like he went back home for the Christmas holiday, and now he's back and he's like he's at the shooter. Like he's probably there now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. working, and he has a job. Like he has ghost succeed. Yeah, that's the
0: um. Yeah, that's the same as me. Eh? Like, it's all about the grind, bro. But I love it though. I fuck, fucking love it me too. Me personally, I fucking love it.
1: Like Kobe said, man, like like pressure is a privilege. Like that shit is what I live by, bro. If you don't if you don't feel like 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 just feeling that pressure that something's like due or something like that, like you have to do something. Like if you don't have that feeling, bro, like fuck I gotta get it. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you.
0: <laughs> like I don't know what's wrong with you. Like serious. <laughs> yeah, I um I'm I honestly I fell in love with it. I never used to have it. Uh, just kind of force it upon myself, like, yeah. with the podcast especially. Mm-hmm. I have a thing called Sporting Club Hellas, which is, like, just sports media. But I also go to, like, local league games and shit yeah. like that and kind of document the essence of sport, you know. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. I, I, well, I do, like, a thing where I'm, like, um, do you ever watch, like, oh, actually, you would. Sunday League Football, like, soccer. Yeah. My
1: daughter plays soccer. Yeah. Shout out, mascot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, mascot. Um, <laughs> they lost, though. They got pumped.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um so yeah i i like talk i talk shit before the game <laughs> put it on tiktok and instagram and then um talk shit after the game that's just one of the video series on there yeah. but they get like good views and shit like that yeah. um so yeah i have all that and but like as fun as that is that's fun like that to me is not work when even when i'm editing it it's not work and i fucking love it um obviously love the sound of my own voice as well but fucking so what is it just all like the older grades like they all be so, I play. So, you have Prem's, which is like the best you can get at amateur club level. Yeah. Then you have Rezies, which is like the the backup squad for Prem's. And then you have div Div 2, 3, 4, 5. I'm in Div 2. Yeah. So, it's,
1: it's. So, you actually play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please come teach my daughter's soccer team some drills, bro.
0: bro I, co- I coach and play. So, I'm the coach of my team as well. They're all my age. It's yeah. fucking hard. Like, let it be known. It's
1: not coached. It's not easy to coach men your age, eh? Oh. Um, I don't even know how they coach kids like i go to my daughter's my daughter has training on tuesdays and i go there and i'm just i feel sorry for the, the lady that's there sophie she's like oh, they just i feel sorry. i was like for me I because they run around like yeah. just run away just like run away. i remember when i was that age playing footy bro my dad would beat me on the <laughs> sideline if i you know <laughs> but the but these girls just like bro. do whatever they want yeah. eh? i was like nah um but, yeah, I've got all
0: that shit, but it's very much like I'm just trying to stay disciplined and I just love it. I just love, like, rocking up every week. I rock up here. I, you know, come here a few nights a week just to, like, clean the floors and stuff like that. Yeah. I genuinely, like, I'll be cleaning the floors here on a Friday night at the age of 23. Yeah. Like, basically, like, a, a mini janitor type of role. Yeah. I, I fucking love it. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. I think it's the coolest thing in the world that I get to come into this space. 100%. and You know, do things like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's very underrated. But, yeah, I, like that's all part of the grind, you know. Yeah. There's value in return for what I'm doing. But also when I'm, like, right now, I'll go home tonight and I'll start editing the podcast yeah. I did before this. I've got these dropping, like, in two,
1: three days. When well, that's it's a cop one, bro. Yeah, I've got one for you right I out there. Um,
0: but, yeah, so, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've come to enjoy it. I've realized at 23, like, you've got to start getting after it. Funnily enough, like, you say that's the age you kind of started, like, kicking into it as well. Yeah picking it up i re- kind of realized like past year or two it's like
1: well, i've always been a go-getter but yeah i've always been a have always been a go-getter like yeah from like younger that kind of age so, yeah but you just got to work hard bro. like it's hard eh? yeah it's fucking hard well i started hellos at
0: 16 but for years i well i finished my uni degree when yeah. i was 21 congrats um, bro thanks bro yeah bachelor of business i haven't really done much <laughs> sorry mom i haven't done much <laughs> without still work for my uncle <laughs> just, Doing this, like, I, I know mum most probably wanted me to go down different route, but it's what it is. But, um, yeah, so I did uni, and I've always been a hard worker, but I've never realised how hard you can actually, like, how much you can capitalise on day, because I'd still go play Xbox and, like, go see my friends almost every night, you yep. know? I didn't realise, like, fuck, like. Eighteen hours out of this day, I can really make something happen, and yep. it started to happen. Man, like I'm a kid from Wimbley. Like I'm not. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that word. No idea.
1: Yeah. Well, you're swearing at me at yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So for me to like really honestly to talk my shit, like to be in these rooms with people, yeah, it's very like to me is impressive. It's like I'm I'm still in Wimbley, living out at my parents' house. No shame, but like, yeah, it's very much. It's it's not easy to fucking. Get into these rooms, you
1: know? 100 percent I agree.
0: Yeah. And like Nick Air is from uh Windsor, yeah, or North Richmond. It's very similar. Like North Richmond's a bit bigger. Yeah. But like looking at Nick and like he was like my idol at like 15, 16. Yeah. Now he's become my um like basically like a mentor and a really good mate. Yeah. It's very much so very cool. And it's all because of like just hard work over the past year or two, you know? Yeah. You gotta fall in love with it, but you can't do it. It like we say it's a grind. But it's really like out of love it's not out of like a i
1: don't know how to put it
0: like you gotta love doing it
1: like i was saying like 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 with everything that i've worked on like like the boys and whatever artists that i see that i like like i like it's like i know those artists don't have money or whatever but i'll work with them because i i believe in them like i believe in their like you know like like becca hash like becca hatch had come like we knew shouldn't have a budget or something like that being sold but it's like actually believe in a in a, in a project yeah so, she's gone but it's like like you know like those are like passion projects like a lot of us like if you're not passionate about it if you don't believe that that like you know you, you can make something out of it like then like don't right. yeah don't worry about it yeah. but like like i believe in it like i still believe in it now yeah like a lot of the, like a lot of the things like the boys like the hp boys the one four boys lisi like like yeah they're at that like that that tnl but you still got to believe in it to be able to turn out those the next big songs. Yeah. percent Um look, brother, we most probably wrap it up here. Hundred percent bro. It was an
0: honor nice. to have you on. You gotta head back to the city. Nah, thank you, bro. Fancy guy, man. Heading back nah, to the city. Head
1: back to the studio, man.
0: Yeah. Fucking grind doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll start on Instagram to keep up with anything we'll start as a part of collaboratively wise with the projects and whatnot. Um, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff. Follow on Spotify, give us a rating. Comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hellisonco.com, uh, There'll be some hats out by the time you're watching this and hoodies within a week or two of that as well. So, yeah. Bro,
1: thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it, man. Just keep it up. Like, I um, love what you guys are doing. Appreciate it, brother. I, um, yeah, I really appreciate it. Shout out to the bro that's next door. Yeah, Jermay.
0: Shout out Jermay, bro. He's Thanks for making us sound good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro.
0: brother.
2: Thank Thanks for watching.